Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to the Jules and Man Anime Hour. I'm one of your hosts, Jules the Human, and every week we go out into the world and watch a little bit of anime, and we come back here and talk about it. And today was our first discussion for Grimgar Ashes and Illusions, Grimgar Fantasy of Fantasy and Ash, whatever name it is, we're watching that anime, and we're going to be talking about it today for the very first time. If you, this is your first time watching the Jules and Man Anime Hour, hi, hello, we have a ton of episodes, we've done a ton of different anime, as you can see here, we've ranked them from S to F, all the ones we like, all the ones we don't like, and we do got to say that this will be the last anime for season one of the Jules and Man Anime Hour, so after this anime, because we're coming up on 52 episodes of doing this, about a whole year, we are going to be going into season two change some things make some things look a little bit better get a little more streamlined and, and see what else we can do uh but doing the same thing picking an anime out of the chest getting your suggestions here are all the anime that are in the chest right now and of course we'll be talking about it with my co-host matt galley matt how are you doing today i am good i am uh i'm still coming out of the uh the emotional trauma that was the aot finale um mm. this past weekend but other than that we are uh we're, we're doing good we're doing great is it how long how long is it how long is attack on titan now that it's all out now that how it's many seasons i mean it's like uh what four seasons and then like the uh two a two-part special finale hmm. not bad i guess it's not bad i just yeah was not, not it bad. if it's your thing cool sell it. me <laughs> in one minute or one in one sentence sell it to somebody that's never even heard of attack on titan what is it and what why would i watch it <laughs> i i i i i wish i could really get into that um i guess in one sentence uh long-term character driven narrative storytelling experience is how i would pitch the show in a nutshell in big old without, trying, without trying to spoil it because there's just so many good things to say about the show but sure it all comes along with spoilers honestly if you're going to talk about it as a complete package that it deserves to be now discussed about cool but yeah well, uh, but we are here to discuss a different show we are here to discuss uh grimgar ashes illusions grimgar fantasies uh, of the anime chest whatever yeah <laughs> all the things all the words we're gonna get into grimgar ashes and illusions as it was on crunchyroll but there is a manga called grimgar fantasy and ash fantasy of ash um but they're the same thing they're the same story it's just a manga adaptation or the anime adaptation of the manga so let's get into it this is our first time watching it and uh as we do here we go through each episode going a little deep dive into each one so episode one whisper chant prayer awaken what happens in episode one uh so in the world of grimgar we follow Har haruhiro and a group of volunteer soldiers as they acclimate themselves into being a functional party that can battle monsters they have all been brought here by some power and are at the mercy of the world they have found themselves in. We follow this group as they uh, continue to struggle to defeat even just a few goblins. 
Yeah. So we have a huge group of characters. Thank you, Shelves, again, for the 36 months. I appreciate it. I don't have my alerts here, but oh my goodness. Okay. Well, you got the lights going. You got the lights going back there. <laughs> oh, Thank you, CJ, yeah. for the prime. Thanks for the 30. That's what was going on. Uh, appreciate it. That's why I went back to my face there. I don't have your little words here. I don't know why it's not coming up in the comments. Huh. Um, but thank you, Shelbs, uh, for the 36 months. And then CZ, the big 30, bringing all the anime goodness to us. All the two most beautiful, amazing, damn right succulent anime weaves. I know, honestly. Succulent's a word <laughs> to describe a human, I guess. Um, but yeah, we have this huge group. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Appreciate the support for sure. Um, we have this huge group of characters that we get to meet in episode one. It goes through a bunch of them. And it's it's a decent start here i'm 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 cool with it um look you can't just watch the first episode of black summoner and a dozen times and pretend it's a new anime you're not fooling us so we get a party of heroes right but this is the inverse to what black summoner was right at least so far it's a juxtaposition whereas he got introduced into a world where it was like, oh, you get this slime, the one slime you can summon. Oh, look at its stats. It's 100. It can fight even, you know, these monsters. Now you can just power scale. But we get introduced to this party and there's five of them and they're struggling to even take down two goblins, which they acknowledge are the weakest monsters in this world. So they can't even take down a group of the weakest monsters. Which was really funny coming off of the anime we just watched. Yeah, because so it's like, you know, it's a, it's a nice juxtaposition. Uh, it was a little jarring to me inverse. at first. It, it was like, I was like, oh, because we're coming off of, I'm the strongest ever. All my levels are 100. And this is, I'm assuming it's going to be an isekai because they do talk about how they don't have they memories have, yeah. from past two weeks ago somebody mentions oh my god that's like a video game and they're like wait what is that what did i just say so it's I'm assuming, uh, yeah uh, that they impulsively use words that seem familiar but they never really know the meaning and it kind of feels like having uh something you know get stuck in your throat as you're trying to eat sure and it was super jarring because it was like oh here we are we're back to where like i kind of like it i'm cool with this more than the black summoner route where he's like i'm super op here's all the stuff they are struggling man they are struggling it's so interesting to watch um claire says yes this is much better though again we have people with no memory sure. i have been watch i've been trying out a bunch of gotcha games because i'm trying to fill my hours at work and i'm reading manga and all this stuff and i have so much hours to just idle there um while i'm working from home and i've been trying a bunch of gotcha games out and all of them are like oh my god you've lost your memory here you're the leader of our group don't you remember oh we have to you start up all that i'm like oh this is all the same this is so crazy and then this one's like oh you forgot everything okay it's just a it's just a really silly trope that gets pulled from so many times in so well, many different mediums because it's a very easy way to give like a kind of a, a, a semi reset to a character in a state where you can introduce them to like a new world or whatever or in the case of a video game it explains the reason as to why you the player don't know everything even though you're about to embody this person that has all this power and control but so with every single gotcha <laughs> game, every single one. Oh, this guy. Oh my God. Uh, 
leader, you have amnesia. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> they said it again. Every single they one said the thing. The same, but I get it. I know it has to be done. It's just really silly and overdone. But um, we get this group of characters. And the first thing that catches my eye is the background settings. Um, let's yeah, talk the about the art style. style. Of the show. Yeah. Yeah. The art is gorgeous for one it's that hand-drawn style um a Almost lot like of the background it looks crazy. like water watercolor paint or mm -hmm. something like that along those lines for sure with the uh yeah with the backgrounds and the environments and then you it makes the the 2d hand-drawn you know characters really stand out in striking composition yeah and it doesn't like feel out of place like the 2d animation movement characters don't feel like they're the 3D characters we saw in Black Summoner. Like they feel like they fit in because I don't know if we're used to it or if it's more similar, but it looks really good and I really like it. Um, Bubsy, thank you for the hundred bits. I appreciate it. We're on a hype train. Thank you so much. Thank I you, think with you. uh with Black Summoner, the colors were really pretty, but it was again, it was like uh a lot of it was just very flat colored not like it wasn't flat like in composition but the way the colors were were just like used very uh very deliberately like oh plain blue like pretty sky blacks blues greens browns and <clears throat> stuff like that but in this all of the colors like fade and um you know wash into each other so mm -hmm. you get this beautiful mix of all of these different colors that are always on the screen it's never just like a few different colors in a shot in the shot each shot sure. you can click anywhere on the screen and you're gonna pull a different hex number except for all yeah. the 2d characters mm -hmm. um yeah even Shelf it's says, muted um, i really like the art really it's so well. pretty and claire says it's very muted but it suits it well yeah yeah for what they're doing like compared to black summoner it's not as vibrant but i like the watercolor-esque like you said where the the paint is kind of running into each other and stuff but already and this is going to be a main thing here yeah. for me um and maybe some people that did watch this anime i didn't do that intentionally um <laughs> but me too there's so much of the art showing off part and i'm gonna call out the elephant in the room there's too much open space in it to where i'm just like okay it's really pretty it's really pretty but we're <laughs> staying on this shot for a really long time and i'm it like does hold some shots so what are we doing here and it was very apparent in this episode it was very apparent in all four episodes i'm gonna keep, keep bringing it up um, because a lot of a lot of it is a little awkward, a little like, what are we doing? And in a show that only has twelve episodes, it's it. I know me as a watcher. I know we're wasting time here. Like we don't have much time to tell this story. And in this first episode, we get the whole volunteer soldiers joining a guild. They all chose the different classes and all that stuff. That's cool. That's great. First episode, I'm fine with that. But going into the other ones, I'm like we need to get going the first the first episode i'm i'm like semi okay with it but i really think the show kind of fell flat in terms of like uh like main character introductions <clears throat> um the only character that really got any characterization was the misogynist that was being <laughs> yeah. played for laughs I think I think it was supposed to be funny. I don't know. Um, sure. 
but that's really the biggest characterization we got out of everybody in the group is that oh this guy gives people a hard time depending on the size of their chest when he's upset at them yeah and i posted in <laughs> i posted in the discord too where i was like they were talking about boobs for like five minutes and i'm like and then and then the show and then the episode just kind of ended after yeah that without and, anything else happening and i'm like we didn't get a whole lot of information and the the only information we got were about boobs and about this guy that's making fun of girls and i'm like okay cool um let's go to the next one you know what i mean so it was it was just a little odd um where would you rank it on an episode one is it decent a, would you continue watching the episode or would you continue watching the show? episode i i think it's honestly pretty weak okay. in terms of selling somebody on hey this is something that you've not you're you're gonna you're gonna be in for something new with this one it doesn't really do much providing that other than a few like Again, the whole idea that, sure, they uh, have those words that they call back to or whatever. And there's the shot of the moon being red uh -huh. a few times. And that's like that generates curiosity. But other than that, it just like they they just kind of meander around. And I don't get a great sense of like, yeah who i'm supposed to be rooting for i mean uh what's his name i guess but like oh like why ronto uh, ha haruhito um the um the main character the main i, I character. guess yeah like i mean he's kind of juxtaposed as the main character mm -hmm. but like why am i rooting for him you know other than the fact that i i can't even pull one out yeah it's it's definitely a uh an odd first episode in terms of its structure I yeah, think we, we I'm sorry we also get characterization out of a uh, Renji um th this like random person who goes off and starts another party where we see that like he's somebody who's just kind of like uh that's not you know um opposed to just taking up all the space in the room and making it clear that he's going to do what he needs to get what he wants whatever you can you know however you want to put that we mm -hmm. get some characterization for him too but other than that the rest of our main party who in the next coming episodes like it does a much better job of doing but like we don't yeah we just don't get much for them um I'm and pretty... what this show turns into i feel like it was it would have been a lot more impactful if we did <laughs> mm -hmm. i'm pretty easy um i think i would have kept watching it just because it looked really pretty and i just wanted to see more um so after episode one i would have been like okay i'm cool i'm cool to keep going to give it the three three episode rule that you normally give an anime um like dan said i love the art style but the pacing was kind of weird for sure uh claire says i was more interested mostly because of the amount they struggled which i've not seen in other shows or D D. yeah that was that was really what caught my attention too where they're completely thrown off and even in episode two they're just like not doing well and i'm like oh my god like we're spending a lot of time here in this moment and it's like okay there's something yeah. here what's the story what's the and story see, that they're the, trying to show that's the one thing that uh the yeah like claire said the one thing that uh the first episode does is the first thing it shows us um you know when when the show starts i'm i'm very like kind of what is what idea is the show going to present to me at the front and that they i feel suck. like yeah they exist <laughs> in this world underneath the strongest of the the underneath the weakest of the weakest monsters mm -hmm. they're, all they're together under that yeah because they couldn't defeat them all together not even one-on-one -on -one, they would have been dead um which is kind of crazy 
I believe these are people from another world with no actual experience at all, for sure. Yeah. Um, so it is believable in that aspect where in other shows that we've talked about, it's like, okay, man, like you got all the skills or whatever. Um, so that was episode one. Pretty decent, uh, sort of middle of the road for Matt, a little bit lower. But let's get into episode two, long day of the trainee volunteer soldier. So what happens in episode two? So uh, Haruhiro uh, chats with Minato while the others sleep, um, showcasing how strong their bond is already growing. The squad decides to attempt to ambush a solo goblin, but they fumble their way dangerously through the fight. Deciding to take a break after the chaos, we follow each character as they enjoy some downtime before coming back together as a group to enjoy the sunset. Haruhiro struggles to ask Minato difficult, uh, difficult questions, shrugging off his feelings in the moment. And Ranta continues to be a menace to the peace of Yume and Shihoru by yeah. uh, attempting to sneak in on the bath while they are using it. Mm -hmm. So this feels a little like a Dungeons and Dragons group. Like the more that I think about it, the more I look at it. Um, they're all bad at the beginning. They still can't beat one monster. They're still coming to terms with actually killing whenever they finally do it. Um, and then it's like some sort of shopping episode. And then one person kind of being a little weird with it. So like it does feel like it could be more that I think about it like a D&D &D game. It feels like they're playing a, uh, a board game together as a group and they picked all the different classes to help out each other and then they just went into this and then someone's being a little weird by trying to see the girls and all that stuff. So like there's something there's something there. There's something to that point where they are this is all too token token D D. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's anything, but um, well, the, that's yeah, what's the in way my head. the way the way the show like structures it out with all the different guilds and how you have to be a part of a guild to go adventuring and yada yada yada. There's a lot of that stuff that um I'm kind of just glazing over for sure. Sure. But um it definitely adds to the to this world feeling, you know, yeah, like more like game like mm -hmm. where you go to the guild to get your you know your guild gear you could even equate that to yeah final fantasy um 14 world of mm -hmm. warcraft etc so it it definitely all feels that way until it comes around to the point of yeah when they finally uh manage to get the upper hand on a goblin and they kill it and it's like a visceral it turns into a visceral experience when it was initially kind of just uh you know they were kind of chuckling and how they kind of knocked it out initially without having to draw much blood but then it you know, got back up and then stab 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 and he's like freaking out yeah so uh Bubsy mentioned them coming to terms with killing the goblin was an inter interesting scene something that we don't really go into in anime so it kind of does show you what this anime is going for right like yeah. it's going for the more realistic like these people usually in a video game or something where like or black summoner which we're just coming up off of is like ho home here here they are they're dead they're whatever they're doing all this stuff but then like they finally get one of them down and it's like oh my god like he's feeling it because he had to do it with his own hands his own sword and it was like oh wow this this is a lot and this hurts like what did you think about that scene about him actually finally killing and all that 
Well, it like you said, it's not something that we get all the time. So it, it was, again, something that I kind of, in a way, saw coming because in the first episode, we get the uh, the line from Minato where he shouts to everybody, uh, hey, we're all like fighting for our lives right now. Nobody wants to die, including the enemy. So mm-hmm. it kind of, and it again, initially sets up that this is, in fact, a world where they are you know you're killing your enemy it's not defeating the enemy you know mm-hmm. you're it's not uh you we're not getting little xp points, points and yeah. that, that go into our menu as the person just breaks into you know a bunch of little um fragments or whatever you you're you're killing the monster you are ripping body parts or whatever off of it and you're taking it back to town to sell it because people make monster parts and charms like it is making it real as real as it can (laughs) definitely which is which is kind of cool something we don't really explore in anime a whole lot in some a whole lot some anime do go into it um hello everybody watching on twitch we are doing a live podcast just wanted to say hi we're talking about grimgar ashes and illusions the anime we're watching episode one through four and we go through different anime every week and we watch kind of like an anime club and we watch it all together and we come back here and talk about it dan says it could also be like an auto battler game where the one group is the pay to win tier and they are the free to play tier oh boy yes totally can relate there um so but we get... also uh sorry to interrupt it's just no. uh the oh then then did i i lose it i, I might have lost it um my thought uh that's what you get for interrupting me i know right (laughs) how dare i um go ahead okay so they go (laughs) they finally get their one kill and that's sort of the action for the episode right and then we get an interesting part in the second half which is a shopping sequence sort of and it goes into like a song break and this is where again where i'm saying this lasted a little long on the still shots which was okay which was fine but the song just went into chorus and i was like okay i thought it was just gonna be music and then it goes into like full words and and it's like i was like oh this is a full song we're doing in the middle of episode two which is a choice while they're doing some like getting together hanging out well it looks beautiful i cannot say that it doesn't look beautiful it looks gorgeous but like in episode two um what did you what did you think of all this this whole spending the day out shopping episode sort of i i feel like if in episode one we had gotten a proper you know uh introduction to these characters and actually kind of understood them as characters before they go into that fight um I think it would have been a lot better for it because it's really not until that fight happens that we start to see their personalities and their flaws start to emerge mm-hmm. um, where, you know, Renata is gung ho and stuff as he's coming off, you know, he finally struck bone. So to, as he puts it, he's like, that's disgusting. <laughs> like he's, he's yeah. having a hard time with that. Um then you have uh, Haruhiro, who's realizing we don't have tactics, we don't have uh, plans. So he he's actually thinking about things, even though he's not uh, putting it to good use, mm-hmm. at, at least right now. Um, Yume, uh, we discover, even though she became a hunter, she's not good at using her bow. <laughs> yeah. So she she's uh, she's kind of relies more in short range attacks. 
also the hit her allies yeah also the mage girl uh is kind of bad at yeah. hitting her shots too everybody's kind of bad everybody's yeah. just kind of bad um, um they fumbled so, through that first fight for sure yeah and it, that fight is what kind of introduces us to them as actual like characters and what they're in their capabilities because in the first episode it doesn't really do a good job at that for sure and I, I like it more now that I think about it. Now that I've already watched all four episodes, I like this scene more, like this whole sequence. But at episode two, it was a little too early, like you're saying. I haven't grown to know them just yet. Maybe if they fought these goblins for three episodes or four episodes, and then they finally beat one, and then they do this little shopping sequence or whatever, I'll be like, oh my god, like this is crazy. But they can't fight one goblin I think for four episodes. I I think they it would have been better structured if they had yeah given the characters uh, an introduction where they were you know have all that fumbling but in a fight where the goblin gets away do another one where they struggle just barely to uh you know kill it and then you know then we can get the uh the new you know city because they feel like they're comfortable yada yada and then after the city give us the shopping scene where they grow more comfortable with each other feeling like they have the safety to move deeper into the city etc happens <laughs> yeah because it's, it's you just do a see, better setup for sure yeah because you in this in these scenes you do see a lot of their personality and i think that's really cool like i love how everybody's doing something different everybody's spending their time separately um in showcasing what they're what they're thinking in their head and you could immediately like start characterizing each other and they each become start becoming more unique because in the first even, episode i was just like it's too many people i don't know who these guys are i don't know who this is this guy kind of looks like the other guy so i was like even I don't know. that even even through the the shopping sequence we're getting characterization out of these guys because we see Magozu uh or Magozo Moguzo he's like off you know just like uh sewing his little thing taking care of his sword um and Minato's off taking a nap she horu and yume are mm -hmm. uh, you know they're shopping with each other each doing these little things that are characterizing them um without even you know dialogue they're getting characterized through these little moments and that's what it does well but it's the context of the how the characterization is happening that yeah. is what's making it feel like it's off um because we we don't get we haven't gotten a lot of it before this no <laughs> Um, so they do look sort of mini shopping episode and then the dark knight, uh, I forgot his name says that he can accumulate vices to summon a demon bat or demon. And then I put bath scene later on, but like we're getting the most character development from the perv guy. <laughs> and it's like, what are we doing here? What, what's his significance? And it's just a little interesting because we still up to this point don't really have a reason to care for our main character he is our narrative he is our narrator yeah and he's driving the narrative along to us but so far he's shown that the healer guy uh the the he's the leader of the thing and he we should be following him and we're looking at him and how their group is set up but for this main character the narrator we don't have a lot to go off of just yet and maybe that's uh part of like us they them wanting the viewer to put themselves into the main character's role and him being like a hollow shell maybe 
or I think it goes to speak that at the end of this episode, he had all those questions that he wanted to ask. Um, but he didn't. Minato. But that means that he's at least thinking about it and he may feel that like it's a, uh, a burdenous dynamic task Minato about those things, but mm -hmm. struck a position where he's the one who has to, you know, manage those things. He is at least in a mindset where he knows what to be worrying about. He might need to talk to everybody in order to find the proper solutions for their problems, but at least he can address, hey, these are the problems that we're facing that. Um, and I think that's, you know, something that's at least fleshing him out um, as we move towards the, you know, the next episodes. Like it, it took the time again, 12 episode anime. So it took the time to showcase that he is struggling with those questions, but doesn't want to ask them to somebody who he sees as like not only his leader, but his friend. Mm -hmm. Let's get into episode three, our goblin pouches filled with our dreams. So we go on into episode three and what happened? So uh, Maguzo, Moguzo cooks breakfast for the group before Yume confronts the boys about Renata's behavior his response leading the group to a fractured morale. They don't bring in much money over the course of the next several days, leading to their clothes to literally begin to decay. They eventually decide on a new hunting ground and begin to map out the area, ambushing goblins split off from larger groups. After returning with fair spoils, the group indulge in some shopping for new gear, weapons, and food, Haruhiro and Minato discuss the potentials for um, the people that they may have been before uh, coming to Grimgar. Yeah, so... The more I watch, <laughs> the more I'm just like, I don't know where it's going. Mm -hmm. And that's good or bad. At this point, I honestly thought that Minato was being set up as like a twist villain. Me too. Oh like, my he's god! He's just—he's too nice. I was he's too sincere, and he's in a position of power over people that obviously know that they wouldn't have much without him. He's gonna like—they're gonna get in a good position, and he's gonna like dip out with all the money or something like that. And then I felt so bad for having those thoughts. <laughs> because Minato was was like the main focus, right? For a lot of this. For a while. He was he was also it's like he's getting he's getting the second most amount of screen time. Sure. He's having all of these independent um conversations with who's being presented as our main character. And it's just like it's just too it's going too well for again how this show has set things sure. up with like oh this is a real fight to the death like we're all we're we're killing each other and then they they you know have the emotional breakdown with killing somebody in the second episode i'm like this, this is the surface like this show has to go deeper than this otherwise why would it be handling the mental trauma of taking a life in the first place like yes got to go deeper i thought that was yes for sure i had the same thought and i'll tell you right now um when bubsy said when your trauma prod projects on the art and then shelves thank you for the 500 corgis we appreciate it trigun stampede 
I've watched the first couple episodes, two, two or three episodes, Trigon Stampede, and that's going to be added into the list. So make a make a note there. Thank you, Shubs, for the 500 bits. Uh, thank you for the corgis. Trigon Stampede. Ooh, that's the that's the newer one, right? I think so. I'm pretty sure pretty that's sure. the newer one. Yeah, I saw a couple episodes of that. Um, yeah, the way that he was writing in his little journal, I'm like, what the fuck you writing, bro? What and are you writing way, over there? Every after every fight, he would do the little thing. Bro, with, I wrote with, that. Yeah, I was the, like, what with, is he doing? Like, what is and, he doing? And, and it never got acknowledged. Was like, and what are you doing? Are you healing yourself? What yeah. what is this? What are you blessing? Are you do you believe in a god? Because we find out later they do talk about like god stuff. Does yeah. he actually my my main thought was that he wasn't I didn't go as far as thinking he was going to be a bad guy. Like I didn't think he was going to be a villain, but I thought that he was pretending to be isekai with everybody else. I thought mm-hmm. that he was already of this world and he was just pretending to be isekai for some reason. That he turned out to be their secret leader, their secret God or something, maybe, or he was just trying to do, I don't know what, I don't even know what I just thought for the most part, he was taking notes of everybody and he was running some kind of test or something that he knew them already. And he wouldn't let himself get hurt. But something, something, something was going on with that. There's all these little things going on where I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm thinking about it. But then, yeah, it really, you know, didn't go anywhere there. Go, didn't go anywhere with that. No, what you writing, bro? Bro, he was like there, and I thought they were gonna talk about it because he's like, nim, 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 nim. okay, good night. And I'm like, what are you writing, dude? What's going on? Something's there. Uh, Shelf says, says, I need an excuse to continue the season. <laughs> I need an excuse to to watch it as well. That's kind of what Hell's Paradise is there for as well. Glad, uh, I think it was Dan put Hell's Paradise because I need to watch that. Haven't watched that yet. Um, so I thought there was something there for for one. Uh, but we go into the episode, episode three. Uh, they have no money. They can't afford anything. They even go as drastic to talk about their underwear, about them not uh, being able to buy new underwear and all that stuff, which is something, again, I don't think about. I don't think about them having to kill goblins. That was one thing where it's like enlightening. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're actually killing in this world, it makes sense that these are actual beings and they're killing another being. And then now they're like, well, we don't have any money to, to get new underwear. I'm like, oh, never thought about it that way. So that's kind of cool. Kind of. It was until, it was cool kind of until, until. we get, the, <laughs> until we get <laughs> Mr. Intrusive Thoughts over here yeah, p- trying to sneak peeks around the corner and shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I and it never yeah, I spends put... too much time focusing on that stuff. It, but like I, I will say, like even even if you were to, uh, like at one point I was like, if I were to take a shot every time, it was like showing a gratuitous gratuitous shot of Yume's backside as she's like bending over or something. Or legs. I'd or feet. be I'd be messed up right now. Like mm-hmm. oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all kind of a lot. So it, um, it's small things, but it all adds up. <laughs> yeah, it all adds up. Um, and I did write on this one as well. The healer always does a little thing on his head. I <laughs> just yeah, like make a note, make a note. What is that? Doing this little. What is that? Yeah, little diamonds popping up, and I'm like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> 
So they get new underwear, noodles, and all that stuff. They're uh, traversing a new area, which again, it feels very D and D like or very video game like, where they explore. Especially this when new they're area. drawing a map out, yeah, literally drawing, drawing a map. map. Out. Yeah, and the the goblins kind of stay in this one little area. It's kind of like farming area, and I'm like, what's this about? What's going on? Um, but then yeah. we also get like a side story with um the mage. I forgot her name. Shihoru. Um, the yeah she well the black mage is that who she yeah. is yeah the one with the purple hair she has this whole little side story which i i hope something happens with that where she's kind of um you know sort of breaking out of her shell a little bit trying to talk to a guy but like where where do you see that story going or is it just like some little thing could it, i have no idea now <laughs> could it become something bigger because like I want to believe that they wouldn't just put that there just for anything. I really want her to go on a character arc where she becomes the leader or something, or she steps up to be the leader. Like we're seeing her now as so withdrawn and introverted. And by the end of the show, it'll be like, okay, she came out of her show I mean, and then she took I, all I this other stuff in the beginning. Handles it in a up, I hope it handles everything in an upward swing from this point and not in a downward swing from where we leave off because it's uh it's definitely gonna be quite a challenge for over to, for them to overcome the obstacles uh in front of them but mm -hmm. i feel like given the the fact that they got to experience they're going through this experience as a group like they're in a really good place to really um kind of do something it's it also doesn't give us anything uh with Renji and Renji's group on what they're doing over on the other side, no. wherever the, in their court. But we we know right away that they're making much greater pace than this group. So I don't know. I, I I want to see them like kind of excel and just be able to become a force to be reckoned with, equal to Renji's group. But I don't think so. It's it's a hard it's a hard call we're um, already into day 23 at grimgar and this is where they're at and seeing all the other we do get a shot of them right we do get a shot of the other group at some we get, point we get a shot of them yes and they look they look like they're, they're they got their shit stuff. together they got their stuff together yeah um dan thank you so much for the 500 bits bofuri never heard of it we're gonna have to check make sure it's not a hentai but bofuri <laughs> If it is, we'll uh, we'll message you to get a different one. But never heard of it. Never, never. I'll look it up. But Bofuri, 500 bits. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Again, all the bits goes um, to both of me and Matt. So thank you so much for all the bits today. Appreciate it. This is the last. Thank uh, you so much. The last anime that we're going to be talking about before season two. Because it's been a year. We've been doing the Jules and Matt anime hour for a year coming up. So we're going to change a little bit of stuff it makes some things look pretty cool and uh we got some ideas that i think y'all will really like so um that's all these anime will be added for the list and in coming into season two <laughs> both for these nuts all right <laughs> yeah sounds pretty sus it's the i don't want to get hurt officer, so I'll max off vitality ones. <laughs> one right officer take this one away this one but um thank you so much for the 500 bits we appreciate it um season two that's where you get a new intro in your magical girl powers oh yeah yeah we all switch it we all turn into magical girls and then yeah big old thingy 
So it's 23 days into Grimgar. We got the Red Moon. We got uh, the healer being a little sus, maybe. We got them mapping out this whole thing. It still is a little slow for me. And then we get into episode four. And everything seems okay. But what happens in episode four? Sky dancing with Ash. Uh, Minato and Shihoru grab can barely hear you. Early, sorry. Uh, oop. Hello. Okay. Minato and Shihoru. <laughs> sorry. Minato and Shihoru Just right. grab groceries early in the morning, leading to their. Um. <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> leading to their first direct interaction. The group all showcase their new skills as they take on bigger threats than before, operating more as a cohesive group. Pausing for a moment of reflection, Minato states how they've all come together collectively before an ambush forces the group to make an, a hasty retreat from the ruined city. Minato, however, would be struck with a crossbow bolt, having him succumb to his injury before the group would be able to provide proper help. The priest guildmaster would explain how resurrection of the dead is impossible. In fact, the dead rise again as lifeless husks should they not be cremated. All the members of the party experiencing both pain and loss join together to let loose the ashes of their dear friend. Dang, bro. It's over. Episode four. Uh, and then linger on this shot for five hours. Um, so they each get new skills. What do you think of the progression so far between episode one through four? I mean, we kind of talked about it, how they don't know what the hell they're doing in episode one. And then by episode four, they have some new skills and they actually look a little coherent with their weapons. Uh, yeah. Why don't you talk to that progression of their it's skills? like I, I, I like that it's something that's happening. It's like gradual, but I... This is just me. Um, I don't. I, I want to like know what the what the course is. Like, even if it's just a few lines, what the course of like? Did you did you pay your guild master to like just learn a skill? Like, why? Like, what is what is barring you from just going and learning all the skills right now? Like, because, just go learn all the skills. What's because it's not there? gamified, right? Like before yes, we've exactly. seen gamify. That's, that's me. <laughs> of isekai shows where they're like, oh, I got a new skill. Let me yeah. do it real quick. Oh, cool. I learned it, quote unquote. But this exactly. is kind of being the more realistic way. And it's like, how did you learn it though? Yeah, exactly. So if it's if it's not a game, how did you learn it? How are you executing the skill? Do you just, can you just do it? Or like, do you have to, use some resource to do it like is there some and we see like at some point um like they're asking why like his healing magic isn't working and shahoru is like oh well if he meditates for a second and they're like oh we don't have time for that so it's like do they have like mana energy <laughs> like what's going on uh-huh no like at the end by the end of this episode i get it the show doesn't care about the power scaling of the like that's not mm-hmm. what the, sh- the story isn't focused on that <clears throat> Um, and I, I'm okay with that at the point this episode leaves us off at, but I don't know if I would have made it to this episode. Honestly. Oh, okay. I, I gotta say, like, I, I, I just feel like up to this point, it had been just a little too generic, a little too overly slow 
and I, I like a slow burn don't get me wrong but it's just you have to be able to balance that that burn with intrigue and there even at the end of this episode there's okay sure that that's something that should have been set up earlier like by the by the first guy that introduced them like hey don't die and why don't you want to die because you'll turn into a walking corpse like why didn't he say that then why didn't we get that bit of information then <laughs> why we is get it surprise right here in the fourth episode and <laughs> when it, someone's yeah, already dead be news to them that that could happen so yeah. you know what i mean like i'm i'm not saying i don't like this show but i'm just saying it, it's got me all over the place a little sure. bit uh, uh we sure. have some comments from uh the twitch viewers at home honestly best thing so far is the painted backgrounds kick w i'll keep watching but it's not sold on me yet yeah i'm looking at the pretty stuff it just looks really pretty i believe they comment about saving up for training i think you have to pay silver to learn skills so you got to pay silver to learn it from their masters i guess but we don't see that at all I guess. So I, I, we just, it can just be assumed that they would pay silver to go back to their masters. Cause I, I did like that part as well, where they each went to their own respective masters to learn their own skills and to learn to be the different classes. Like that's a cool thing. I mean, that's kind of what a video D and D is or, or a final fantasy 14 or something like that. Um, but I didn't, I guess I must've missed that where they said that we're going to save up to go learn from them and we never see I, anything of it. It's like, it's like right as they're, talking about it i guess what what i mean is like when they say that they went to pay to go do it like i just yeah did they did the they actually experience some sort of like training routine because like in uh what's his name's case uh like in sorry so many names in minato's case all he learned was a bash like you had to pay what a fifty silver to learn <laughs> that you can take your heavily blunted object and bonk somebody on the freaking head with it, bro. I could taught you that for free. <laughs> is it is it that he's channeling his power through it or something? Again, I don't know because we're not getting a lot of power system info. But again, I digress because I know that's not what the show's story cares sure. about, and we talked about that uh, a lot with a uh, black summoner and now i have the opposite problems <laughs> sure in black summoner i wasn't getting what this show is giving but now this show isn't giving what some of black summoner gave and i want like a combination of them both makes the perfect show to me but that's what neither of them are <laughs> sure uh but said the power of friendship can't save you from a crossbow bolt i guess um so we get all of their new skills which look pretty cool I, I really like some of the skills. They look really nice. We yeah, spent a lot of time. Really cool. Yeah, we spent a lot of time on Ranta's new skill. Again, we're spending a lot of time on him, which makes me feel like something's gonna happen because we get a lot of information about how he has the Zodiac demon who he sort of gets possessed by. And I really want to believe that there's something to that. That he calls him Zodiaco or whatever, Zodiaco. And it's a demon. Oh, yeah, it's just a demon that like, kind of helps me. And it's more like he just kind of possesses me. And it helps. And I need to get the final kills to get more stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, what is this? There's there's a lot of time spent on that. So I'm going to put never, a pin in that. I've never heard somebody complain about last hitting more than 80 carries <laughs> in League of Legends. <laughs> this guy. I'm, I'm the Dark Knight. I have to be the one to kill them. Because what is it again? I'm forgetting. <clears throat> I, I need to get my... I need to get my, I forget what they're something, called. Something. Something or other. I said it um, so many times, stop listening. 
But in this one, we do get also, as well, we get the introduction of the Zodiac thing, demon, but then we also get the introduction of gods and other beings, which is really interesting as well, that they're talking about, they don't remember past two weeks, or now more than two weeks ago, but they don't remember all that stuff. But then I guess the people that they're learning from are teaching them of the teachings of gods or the teachings of beings where they get their power from. And I think that's kind of interesting. I think mm-hmm. there's something to that. They're trying to flesh out the world a little bit more. And I, I hope it it's for something. I yeah. hope that it it's for some meaning that there is going to be some God entering or the gods is, is not really there. And it's actually more real world grounded, whatever it is. I hope they go into that because I think that's an interesting part of the story they could tell. That and whatever is going on with the Red Moon, man. Yeah, what is that, right? Because we didn't talk about the intro either. The The intro music, the intro song was pretty dope. I like the intro. Again, a lot of still shots, motion of still art shots. But the thing that got me, again, another reference to Men in Black is the little marbles the oh, little marbles yeah. hitting each That's other. That's what can't... the marbles were. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's exactly like Men in Black where they're yeah. just different worlds. And the way at the very beginning, the Earth world, the green one, looks to like gently tap this other world, which I would assume is Grimgar, was pretty cool. And I was like, okay, they just kind of like isekai somewhere else. And there's something going on there. So there's a framework for something bigger here and I really want to know what it is. And I really hope they get to it, but it's going really slow and it's super grounded unless it ramps up here after episode four, after, after episode six or something. Um, I don't think we're going to get to it. And I'm really sad because I want to know what's going on in this real world, the real world and what's happening. Um, Claire said, I think it's a pretty easy sell when there's no faith required. Look, you can do magic by calling on this god. Oh, I assume the marbles were people. Maybe. I don't know. I just figured them because of Men in Black. I just thought they were the worlds, pretty much. That's a good catch. I didn't even know what to think about it, honestly. And I was sitting, I was like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Narnia is an isekai and we need to talk about it. Did you read all the Narnia books? I did. Not. I think I read the first three. Oh, and then Prince read Caspian. I read. Uh, I read the Percy Jackson books, and I read the uh, Lemony Snicket uh, series Got all of those. unfortunate event books. Yup, so good. Um, there's uh, a few other good ones that I read. My older sister had a lot of Goosebumps that I read too. Goosebumps too. Uh, <laughs> no, I just didn't. Know. Um, I I didn't watch any of the Narnia movies or anything i don't know it's Prince, they only Prince adopted the, the, first one, the lion the witch the and the wardrobe no there was a couple other ones oh really yeah okay i don't know anyways polar <laughs> express an is the I mean, best yeah. isekai polar express <laughs> yeah they go they go to the north pole I yeah mean. i guess so <laughs> top 10 isekais <laughs> oh my god is Hot it there's a portal and thing. you can go back and forth between the worlds i thought yeah that's the wardrobe yeah, but then wouldn't what's the most famous isekai? The one where they're stuck in a video game? Uh, <laughs> Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online, yes. Well, then in, in, in the later seasons of Sword Art Online, they can go back and forth and it's still considered <laughs> isekai. I don't know. 
<laughs> Tom <laughs> Hanks confirmed for Grimgar season two. Okay, we gotta finish it. We gotta finish yeah. it off. We got ten minutes. So the big the big leading up point here is that Monado goes down. I thought here during this moment, he was finally going to reveal that he wasn't of this world, that he has way more power than everybody thought and all that stuff, because that, that was my headcanon. I was like, oh, he, he has to be bigger than what these are because he's been the leader. We've saw a lot of him and he, there's no way he can die. And then he dies. The, the and look I'm like, on his face when he got hit with the bolt. Well, well, I mean, also, you know, um, what's his name? Um, Haruhi, Haruhiro says mm-hmm. you know uh it's fine you know i could ask him any other time or at least that's what i thought and i like yeah. threw my hands on my head and i was like no like i feel and so they... bad i thought he was evil he's gonna die they did the whole thing where he's like eh, uh, i'll ask him later about it and yeah. then it was just the single shot of him in the middle of nothing else i thought i thought i thought we were gonna get a huge club just smashing him into the ground but we didn't get that but we still got something that was bad like i thought it was going to be the literal just like turning point tonally but the way it got handled i think that we're still kind of within the same tone that the opening was already going for with the whole this is life or death but i thought it was really going to just like jump off the deep end so to speak and even maybe make our hero like have to seek out a new group or something like that or go as a solo thief because uh, sure. they talked about you know a thief should never be the person to go in first what are we doing and i thought the show would continue to do something with that but yeah it's just to showcase they didn't know what they were doing in their first fight sure yeah that they didn't know the thief shouldn't be the one they haven't figured out roles i guess uh cc said they try to subvert expectations and it just doesn't hit right yeah i can we also talk about the fact that this came out in 2016 so that's sure this is coming up i mean that's what well when did the or, manga come out too i don't know when the manga that was probably before out. then so it came out before 2016 uh but uh so you know we we we've gotten quite a few different uh anime that's that have done plot twists and stuff since it came out in 2015 so it only got a year between the manga and the adaptation coming out um that came no out. yeah exactly yeah no, this is this came out in 2016 so it's not For it's not brand new but it's still you know they you know newer relatively mm-hmm. speaking um but I, I think it definitely, if I were to have watched this at that time, I would have been way more like just taken aback by the by the plot twist here. Sure. Um, but I've definitely just been able to experience so many other anime since then that, uh, like you said, it the 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 subversion of expectation. Like I kind of saw i knew something was coming i was like he's a bad guy something's going on with him i know they're doing something with this character they're setting him up for something and right in that moment when he started like talking about how oh we're such a good team blah 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 i'm like like i was so on edge i knew something was half gonna happen because again they got too comfortable you guys are in the the goblins headquarters headquarter region and you've been like out here hunting them down like they're aren't they gonna start talking to each other aren't they gonna talk about the adventures that have been coming in and just like you know poaching like solo adventures they're gonna send something after you sure you're gonna kick the hornet's nest. Mm-hmm. And they did. 
and it all it all goes down here in episode four and how how long is too long for funeral scene (laughs) i'm just saying i like the character we got some adequate time spent with him we got we understand what he means to everybody we understand what everybody means to him and while it was a big death they're putting a lot of weight on the death of this character because for the second half of the episode it is still shots after still shots and just continued still shots shots. (laughs) and i'm just like it's still going on um and then we get the the one movement of the ash is blowing away and then we stay here for an uncomfortable amount of time i was very uncomfy i was just like it could have been a whole minute there is this it it was long yeah the whole whole minute i want to see i want to go back and see how long this took but like what do you think about all this no, no, yeah, it felt, it felt weird. <laughs> it's something, but it's it feels like it it's feels trying like to pushing it's trying time. to force it down your throat. Yeah, and that they're trying to buy time. It's trying to. It's, it feels like it's trying to do two things. Felt like they're like, we really need this fourth episode to get the audience bought in because the everything else that happens after this is going to be you know the re, the quote unquote real show. We sure. need this to be in Madoka Magica when uh i'm forgetting her name the blonde one you know when she loses her head Um, jump yeah yeah we need this to be that because the rest of it you know whether or not uh this moment you know hits for them they're gonna either stop watching or they're gonna be completely sold and i mean they didn't handle it the best but just because of the 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 setup the again the whole it feels like very dnd um, I'm just a sucker for that type of high fantasy stuff. Um, and it kind of has, it stayed largely away from all the fan service stuff. There are moments of that, of the boyish uh, silliness, but it's uh, it's not overly abundant, thankfully. So for, at this point, like I'm, I'm at least interested in what's going to happen. Sure. I, I at least want to see this through to the conclusion based on this part. Claire says, I feel like the protagonist moving on is less interesting than seeing where a group that just lost a critical person limps on. Yes. I want to see them go crazy. I want to see, I mean, we don't know. I don't know what the next episode is. I haven't seen it, but I want to see them split up. I want this to devastate them for sure. Um, I don't know. I want this to shake them and rethink everything and start questioning where they were before they could remember. Why did everybody just show up together? I want yeah. them to go into that. I get you have some no, skills nobody's now. Even a, yeah, go the, into where, that. Where did we come from? When's the next batch of people coming in? What, like, let's start there. Like, why? Sure. what signaled for us to be brought here? And when are more people coming? Like, start to understand what's going on. Gotta be honest. Uh, we talked a lot more about this show than I thought we would. And I still have a lot to say about this show because I don't know, there wasn't a whole lot, but I feel like there's a lot we can talk about. It, I mean, there's been not the anime a, hour. There isn't a whole lot, but there's a whole lot to talk about with this show. Sure. Um, so that was the first four episodes of Grimgar, Ashes and Illusion, Fantasy and Ash, whatever you want to call it. Um, after these four episodes, can I get one of your quick predictions? Where do you think the story is going? And hit me with some hot take about 
what's coming next where uh, i i where do i want the story to be going i want to see this group like i want to see this group honestly honestly catch on to some rumor about something that would the what's the word for it the uh the uh the, the, i'm sorry <laughs> why is mulligan the word that's coming to my mind you know the uh the thing just the thing in a vacuum that could say that could fix the problem what's the problem our friend's gone and resurrection is impossible in this world maybe oh. they can commune with the gods or something there's some sort of item like that that can like reconstruct him bring his soul back into this world or allow it back and then one the of them they were in before and then their main i want character them to loses be able a... to leave this world and i oh, don't okay. want to see them exist in a permanent uh state given the fact that it kind of sucks like they said like they when they were like your friend needs to be cremated yada 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 because of all this and our hero hero it was it was kind of a moment that did really hit where he was like yeah I bet that costs money too, huh? It was like... <laughs> so, I mean, there's there's a lot of directions the show could go, but that's... I, I want to see this, the, this group that we have now, I want to see them get out of here and possibly find some way to put, um, you know, the, the idea of Monato at a greater rest than where we're at now. The word you were looking for was MacGuffin. The MacGuffin. Ha. Very close. Yes. The mulligan. The MacGuffin. Yeah. I want them to get clued in on the MacGuffin. The only problem is that there's been no, no MacGuffin in four episodes so far. So I also feel like episode five introducing a MacGuffin is a bit late. Sure. But um, again, they've already talked about the concept of gods. So make gods the MacGuffin. Make sure. it they can find some direct communication channel or something. I don't know. I it. liked Minato. Yeah. Once he started talking good about the group. And right when I started to actually <laughs> buy in on him being a good character, that's when they hit us with it. So sure. um, I'm going to stay on this scene for an uncomfortable amount of time <laughs> while we end the show. Moment so, of silence, please. Uh, moment of silence. I don't know where this show is going. I don't know what's happening. Um, I'm, I do want to watch more. Uh, yeah. That's the thing. I'm not that's turned right. off I'm, by I'm, it. It looks beautiful. So I'm here for oh, it. Yeah, we're here for it. We're in this together, and hopefully y'all are here for it as well. We're going to be talking about episode five through eight, five, six, seven, eight, four episodes next week, next Wednesday. We're going to be talking about, so watch episode five through eight of Grimgar, Ashes, and Illusions on Crunchyroll. We'd love for you to watch it with us, whether it's great, whether it's not. We're going to be in it together, so we'd love for you to watch it with us as well. Bring your comments over here to twitch.tv slash Jules Human, and we can talk about it live, or if you want to watch it later, youtube.com slash Jules Human, or on spotify you can watch these videos matt when you're not summoned into the world of grimgar where can they find you dang i've been i've been summoned to grimgar quite often but when i'm not there you can find me on my twitch at matt underscore galley or you can follow me on any socials just at an its at it's matt underscore galley when uh when you're not uh <laughs> when you're not trying to remind me what a mcguffin is where can the people find you <laughs> when i'm not getting mcguffed i am on twitch.tv slash jules the human j-u-l-e-s the human on all social media youtube uh I'm posting a lot of youtube videos uh, a lot of shorts on tiktok and all that stuff but you can watch this show again on my youtube channel there's a whole playlist 
all the anime we watch. And again, this is the last anime we're going to be doing for season one. So things, some things are going to be added. We have some cool stuff, cool ideas that we're going to be adding into season two. We've been doing this for a year and it's been a whole lot of fun. Thank you for all the continued support, all the bits today. We got to add a couple more anime to the chest of champions. Thank you to everybody that subbed. I know shelves did 36 months which is 12 24 36 that's three years which is insane uh cz with the 30 months with the prime and uh buzzy with the bits and all that stuff and uh shelves with the bits stand with the bits thank you so much for all the support we appreciate it that goes to me and matt um so thank you so much that's been should we end on this on this one here let's just do it there uh i've been joseph kevin that's matt and this has been Jules My Anime Hour. Thank you so much. And we'll Bye. see you later. Bye.